reading from the, I think, uh, Majulila, Anjulila 3, text 79. Om Namo Bhagavate Vasudevaya. Om Namo Bhagavate Vasudevaya. Om Namo Bhagavate Vasudevaya. Jaya Jaya Sri Chaitanya Jaya Nityananda. Jaya Dvaita Chandra Jai Gaur Bhakta Brinda. Snanakari Mahaprabhu Uttalena Kule. Ye Vasta Parise Tite Prema Jale. After completing his bath, Mahaprabhu came out of the water, but as soon as he put on dry clothes, they became soaked with his tears of love. Om Magana Timarandasya Gananjana Shalakaya Taksur Unmalatam Yena Tasmai Sri Gurave Namaha. Sri Chaitanya Mano Bhistam Sapitam Yena Bhutale Swayam Rupa Kadamayam Dadati Sapadantikam Vancha Kalpa Tarubhyascha Kripa Sindhu Vayevacha Patitanam Pavanebhyo Vaishnavebhyo Namo Namah Sri Krishna Chaitanya Prabhu Nityananda Siadvaita Gadadhar Sivasade Gaur Bhakta Vrinda Hare Krishna Hare Krishna 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 Hare 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 Rama Hare Rama 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 Hare Hare so greetings from the Jagannath Healing House in Hudson, New York. Um, I just an interesting thought, Hudson, New York. I called my older brother yesterday and he was 10 minutes away, not a 10 minute walk away. But I couldn't see him because of the pandemic. <laughs> Interesting how the world works. So it's, it's just like that paradox. Water, water everywhere, but not a drop to drink. <laughs> so it's kind of community everywhere, but no one to associate with. <laughs> But um, I'm going to do a little something about that. At the end of April, I will have a, um, a retreat in Colombia. And we're taking all health precautions. Raghunath came back, 25 people. They make you take a test before you get on the plane. And then before you leave, the doctor comes to our ashram and takes a, te a, a test, so everybody on the plane has to be so. And the ashram is very open aired and it seems like it's, I checked the charts, it's pretty much going down in Colombia pretty sharply now. So anyway, you get in the car, it's a risk. You gotta calculate your risks. So. And I'll take all personal precautions myself. So, uh, yeah, but it's be nice to be with the Vaishnavas and have Kirtan and Prasad and uh, that activity too. Although I have to say that um, there's been so many benefits from the COVID also in many ways. Uh, even this is born out of COVID that we're, we're meeting three times a week. This week it was four times. So you know, generally the people have a Sunday program, we have two classes and, and that's really the essence. The essence of everything is creating an environment so people can, people can get together and, and 
chant and hear about Krishna. And this is a very important point. I, in my Monday morning greetings coming up, I was mentioning that, that the process is, is chanting and hearing about the glories of the Lord, especially hearing his pastimes. Because to chant effectively, you need some bandha. There's no concentration without relationship. When you're dealing with people, without relationship, there's no concentration. Otherwise, you can be with people and you'll be a stranger. Borja Prabhu, you know, he, he hasn't been in America in so many years, but he visited a few years ago and he, he, he really enjoyed New York City because he liked to be alone. <laughs> <laughs> he liked to be alone. So he's walking the streets of New York. <laughs> you know, so it's not just proximity <clears throat> to people. It's not just proximity to the holy name. It's relationship with the holy name. And you have to hear the stories and the philosophy and the pastimes of, of, of the person whose name you're chanting. And Lord Chaitanya himself, he's headed to Puri for the antya, for for the the you know to, to fulfill the internal reason for his descent which is to develop love of godhead which means to develop your relationship with and he shows you how to do it he's chanting hari krishna but hearing the pastimes of the person whose name he's chanting and worshiping the the form the deity form of the person whose name he's chanting, to develop that sambandha, that connection with the holy name, where you really experience your relationship. And this was a revelation I had when I, I told that story when, when I was at my friend's house. I'm deeply missing my friend Sridhar Mali at, at the... Uh, in the gardens of Vrindavan, and he, he suddenly, I was talking to him and his grandson whispered something, he ran off and a calf was born. And I saw when the calf was born, it was an amazing phenomenon for me. I mean, come on, you know where I'm from, a tree grows in Brooklyn, it was a big event. And, and at the calf, the immediate love between them it was so natural because there was relationship and the intensity of that focus of, of the cow, you know, the, the, the calf eagerly. Eagerness in Sanskrit is utkanta. Ut means stretch. Kanta means the neck. The neck is stretching. Krishna kirtana, enthusiastic kirtan. Krishna kirtana gananartanapano premamritambu. So that, that the stretching of the neck, uh, uh, that's the, the Sanskrit word used most for eagerness, enthusiasm. Mahotsava, it's the same thing. I think the same words. Maha utsava. Ut means in, in, uh, stretching, I believe, or something. So... It's stretching and the, the cow is licking. There was some energy there. There was absorption in that relationship. And chanting means to be absorbed in that relationship. So you have to hear about it. It's so important. And that's why classes like this, they're part of chanting the holy name. Specifically, this year, Destiny, the language of God, watching how the world's moving around me, including my age, my circumstance, my age. It's so many ways that God's speaking to me. And then thinking what I like to speak about. And I, I always like to do things. I can't say that only I can do, but I don't like to do things that other people are doing. So, so many people were trained and it's wonderful how they teach Bhagavad Gita and go through the Bhagavad Gita. I wanted to speak about this rasa, about, about Chaitanya Mahaprabhu, about 10th Canto. Because they're specifically constructed. They're a reality 
that's reproduced in literature so that you can feel that reality. And what is that reality? It's rasa vai saha. It is this kind of relationship. It is this kind of relationship. So it, it's really important in our spiritual practices to hear, hear regularly. Prabhupada told Vishal, we were telling Vishal stories, and now I remember another one that, that he told me, that Prabhupada told him if he reads Krishna book every day, he'll be happy. Because, and ultimately is what happiness is. What is happiness? It's an energy. What energy is it? Whether it's material or spiritual, it's actually an energy. What energy is it? Well, ultimately, la dini shakti, the pleasure potency, the essence is, is universal love. That's called Krishna prema. And it's reflected in the world as material pleasure. But I, I, I said that when we wrote that drama with um, Alexander Strain. And uh, I guided him and I, I, I helped a little bit with the introduction. So I, I, I wrote these in the drama that find the ancient scripture and then uh, there was, an, uh, there was a part in that scripture called Krishna, a reasonable conception of divinity. And I wrote that. And the first principle was, everyone is looking for pleasure and that pleasure is love. The second principle was by, uh, anyway, I forgot what name we gave the character. And the second principle was, if that's the guiding principle of this material world, why shouldn't it be there in the absolute reality? And therefore the absolute reality is Radha and Krishna. That's it. <laughs> there's Shakti and Shakti Man. There's the possessor of potency and there's potency. And, 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 and potency, energy comes from its source to please its source. And the pleasure is intention to please. That's what happiness is, when you feel another's intention to please, and you have that intention to please. So rasa vai saha, there's this exchange. And we're fortunate that Vedavyas and then manifest again as Vrindavan Das Thakur wrote these, uh, these literatures. They didn't make them up. They, 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 they were realized, they saw this reality and then they knew how to present it. And if you look, I'm, I'm amazed at Chaitanya Bhagavat because you know, it, it, it's such perfect rhyme. It's all in, in, in verse form. And so many things, you know, there's so many verses about he had a kirtan and he was in ecstasy and he had a kirtan, he was in ecstasy. And I thought, my God, He's taking so much care to put it in verse, all these feelings. So let, let's put the context of this verse. It, it's Chaitanya Mahaprabhu on his way to Puri to fulfill the internal reason of his descent. And this is also wonderful. This is pilgrimage. Pilgrimage. So important pilgrimage. Prabhupada said in the second canto, it's that there's really a heavy preaching of renunciation at the very beginning. You know, what are the use of clothes if you can find torn rags on the road? What's the use of a pillow? Or as I usually say, a pillar, but pillow. What's the use of a pillow if you have your hand? You know, and then it goes on. What is the use of, of the ears if they don't hear the glories of the Lord? They're like the ears on a snake or something. Or something. No, ears on. What is the use of your, oh yeah, what is the use of your talking if you're not glorifying God? It's like the croaking of a frog, which only attracts a snake. And what's the use of your decoration your turban, when you're drowning in water, the turban will only make you go 
you know, if you don't decorate the Lord. And then, and then it says, what is the use of the legs? They're like the legs on a tree, which don't move unless the walking tendency is used for pilgrimage. And pilgrimage is very powerful, especially Padayatra when you're walking to a place. Because then with, with this step is getting you closer and, and, and each step is in your mind. Like a crew, we're reading that at 11 o'clock. How wonderful is that? A crew, today, today I will see the Lord of my life. Today I will see the Lord of my life. So that walking tendency. So he's on this pilgrimage and then he, 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 he left to take sannyas, then came back, made it, uh, 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 came back in that direction and stopped in Shantipur at the place of Great Dacharya, saw the devotees, then left on pilgrimage, and then questioned them and was happy that they didn't bring anything. It's not like when you go on pilgrimage, you should have a safari. <laughs> people with things on their head, but very simple to learn dependence on God. As Prabhupada said, when you, when you take away the material pr protective agents, you will see that you will see that actually they're all coming from God. And, and that sense on pilgrimage, when food comes, then food really becomes food really becomes prasad or mercy. It's come from God. And mercy, mercy makes one feel humble and humble allows one to feel mercy. Because when you get mercy, what is mercy? This is undeserved, meaning I am undeserving. It creates the consciousness of dependence. And you have to have a preliminary sense of that Otherwise, that, that sense of entitlement won't let you appreciate what you're getting. I told this story before. I don't know, some, something stick in our mind. You know, we had a little television in the kitchen and my mother was watching the tales of Shalom Aleichem. It was in English, but it had like, it was a Yiddish, Yiddish tales. And of course, I still remember the song. You know the song? Avenu shalom alekum. Avenu shalom, shalom, shalom. They had that. And it was about this old guy who was so pious. He was so pious. And then he got back to heaven. And God came out and said, you can have anything you want. And he, and he was so poor. He said, can I have a fresh roll with butter? So, but, but, but the, actually <laughs> that kind of sense of humility allows you to appreciate things. That's why when people grow up in very, very wealthy families, sometimes, then sometimes their, their parents want to give them some training. You know, so they send them to some boarding school where it's a little bit more difficult. Otherwise, if they just grow up in that, they don't learn appreciation for anything. And then your heart becomes bereft of love because you can't appreciate anything you get. So Lord Chaitanya was so happy. They're coming in a very simple way, now on our, our way. And then sure enough, they go to a Brahmin's house and the Brahmin is so happy and he feeds them and then then they, they, they take bath in the Ganga. This was the glory of India before, that you could actually bathe in the holy rivers. When I came to Vrindavan, the, the river was crystal clear and it was flowing so rapidly right by the bank of, of the Prikram path. You didn't have to go far and you can dive off the cliffs. And I would go every morning for two years by Kirtan. Every year for two years for Kirtan. And that experience of bathing in the Jamuna would be such an uplifting experience. So here, Lord Chaitanya also is bathing. 
And then he puts on dry clothes, but he's crying. He's crying. Why? Because God is feeling mercy from the from the waters of the Jamuna. I don't know if he's not here today, but my good friend of over 55 years, Jan, who, who's Jayanta. I was actually trying to bring him <laughs> to Krishna consciousness for like 50 years. <laughs> yeah, because we met devotees in 1970. So for 50 years, I, I kept that contact. And uh, he, he somehow or other, by Krishna's grace, and, he re and what happened is, and this is why I, I, I like to be in Vrindavan, because Vrindavan is a place where people can live a fully Krishna conscious life. They can chant in here all day long, easily, easily. And I always say Vrindavan's a spiritual world because no one works. <laughs> I don't know how it works, but no one works. Everyone's just chanting and hearing and service. And I took Jan at that time to, to Radha Kund. And when I go to Radha Kund with, a, with people, I do it in a specific way because I want to go in the mood of respect. Because otherwise, again, if I feel entitled, I won't feel the mercy. So you know that narrow road into Radakund, I give my little talk and we go in by Kirtan and we don't stop Kirtan. And we go in by Kirtan and then we go into Sruk Damodar's, uh, my god brother's Manipur Mandir and we go before the deities and we do Kirtan. And we do Kirtan and we do Kirtan. And then we see his Samadhi and we take his blessings and then we go to the Jamuna. And then, depending on the consciousness of the people, they may let them, may let them take bath, but only if I'm sure that they have the humble. And he took bath, and when he came out, he he just put his arms around me, and he was just crying. He was crying uncontrollably. Why? Because he felt mercy. What can move someone's heart more than kindness? That's why Lord Chaitanya is so attractive. That's why we should worship Lord Chaitanya because he's, uh, he's Namo Maha Badanyaya. Badanyaya, he, he's magnanimous, he's merciful. He, he gives without much payment. And that really moves the heart, those feelings. Of, uh, and, and if the heart's moved, if the heart's moved, there's emotion. And one of the expressions of emotion is, is tears. So here's Lord Chaitanya in the mood of a devotee bathing in the Ganga and just remembering that this is the water, the celestial water that, that, that touched the lotus feet of God and it's flowing in this world to give bukti and mukti on the bank of the Ganga. Everything is auspicious, material and spiritually. The waters nourish the land. It's very fertile and, and spiritually. And it's flowing and he bathes in that Ganga and And not only it's the Ganga, but it's a specific Ghat, Ambu Ghat, where Lord Shiva, in separation from the Ganga, merges in the Ganga and becomes one with the Ganga. So he's thinking of these pastimes and he's feeling the experience. And his clothes become soaked with tears. A hundred streams of Ganges were flowing on this earth and another hundred streams were flowing from his eyes. 
Why should not, why it should not be that way? If, if, if he came to experience the mood of Radha and what is Radha? What is Radha? What's the mood of Radha? Radha. Mahabhav Sarup, Mahabhav, Bhava, emotion, Maha, the greatest emotion. And why shouldn't that? And so he's crying and experienced the greatest emotion. The devotees laughed when they saw this wonderful pastime. Such was the crying of, of Gaur Chandra Mahaprabhu. Now, Gail's going to ask me why they laughed. <laughs> let, let, me, let me get the class to think about that one. <laughs> but they laughed. Maybe a, another emotion. Laughing, in, in, not in derision, but in happiness. It's just so wonderful, just such a joy. The administrators of, of that village was Ramachandra Khan, although he was a sense enjoyer, he was greatly fortunate. So it's not unusual that the administrator is a sense enjoyer because the administrator himself is called Vishayi, a sense enjoyer, because to rule, to rule, you have to invoke submissiveness. And you don't want to force it because there's rebellion. You don't want to demand it. You want to command it. And what commands respect in this world is opulence. There's no doubt about it. Even today, it, it, it doesn't matter. If someone is famous, if someone is wealthy, someone is beautiful, someone is renounced, someone is strong, athletic, it invokes the desire to serve and, and, and to and, and serve means what? That that the, the 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 desires of the person whom you respect become your desires. That's how bhakti itself is transferred from heart. That which you appreciate, Voltaire says, comes to you. So you start to appreciate that, and that desire becomes yours. Prabhupada you know, wants to distribute books and people are his disciples. So they develop that desire or he wants to build Mayapur and they develop that desire. And chanting the holy name. So it, it, it's like that. You develop that. So the king wants to invoke that respect. The administrator wants to invoke that respect. Therefore, kings have palaces. Kings have jewels, there's crown jewels. Even if they're detached, they have to accept these things because it's a psychological principle of, of, of rulership. That's how people think in this world. It's still in our hearts. And we become attracted, we wanna serve. And what's that service? It's the service to the rule of the king, who, if he's qualified, knows what's best for the citizens, rather than the chaotic rulership we have today in this world, based on so many other things, but, but the people's benefit. But otherwise, how could he see the Lord? By the arrangement of providence, he met the Lord there. So there, there's some providence. He must have done something in his previous life. There's karma sukriti, there's jnana sukriti, there's bhakti sukriti. And they're different. Someone may not have karma sukriti. Someone may not have jnana sukriti, but he has bhakti sukriti. And we see this. I always think of one god brother I know that has terrible mental challenges. He has to take this lithium and he can't get up until four o'clock in the afternoon. But every day when he gets up, he comes and he cleans the temple. It's a four-story temple and he cleans it from bottom 
and he's into every, and he knows every nook and crack. And then the money that he gets from the government, he, he uses to serve the devotees. He doesn't have karma sukriti. That's not karma sukriti to have that kind of feelings. So sometimes, you know, it's, how do you get bhakti sukriti? You, you, you serve the devotee. Knowingly, unknowingly, you've served the devotee. And the sukriti builds up until the point where you become qualified for uttama bhakti. There's a difference between going to the temple, putting a bag of rice on the altar and begging to get your daughter married and actually having the feeling that what bhakti is about is not just work, because I once did this, never got this film on Govardhan, and uh, we, we were filming people who um, were doing parikram, and, and, and some of them were doing parikram because they wanted their daughter to get married, their son to get into college, this disease to go away. So people have that sense, and then there's another sense to please Krishna. And when you come to our movement, there's some sukriti to actually come and have that understanding. It, you may be inflicted with so many desires, but to understand the goal of it is not material aggrandizement. The, the, the goal is not material success. The goal is a heart filled with devotion. And to actually enter into that process with some conception or idea that this is what it's about. When he saw the Lord's effulgent, he became filled with awe and immediately got down from his palaquid. So there's culture. You know, when a senior comes in, I learned this in India, and I, I, I always believe these things I hear in the culture. When a senior comes in, if you don't rise, it's considered that you lose part of your life. Because it says when, when, when a superior comes in, your life heirs will rise to meet him, and you have to also rise. But anyway, whether that's true or not, the culture is true. The culture of respect, the culture of faith was so, so important in a proper culture, a culture of faith, a culture of trust. And that's, that's, the, that's the, the sadness of Kali Yuga because, because teachers, parents, leaders, husbands, so many people have disappointed people that people don't have faith but faith is the precursor of knowledge. Without faith, you can't understand anything beyond your limited frame of reference. There's no access to it. So that culture of faith, so it was so much a culture of faith, people respected. People respected their teachers. Good stuff coming too. Okay, Marge is enjoying his Vaidya cup in the morning. Oh, it's so tasty. Thank you. That culture of respect. I, I told this story that when I came to Vrindavan and then Prabhupada met this Indian gentleman and made him the principal of the school. And he was like from a different yuga. And his background was so interesting. He was a millionaire businessman. He was a master artist. He was a PhD in Hindi an MA in Sanskrit, 
He had run a college before. He was a master yogi. And he had an MA in filmmaking from the University of Southern California in 1950. And it was a different yuga. He had made vows when he was, uh, some of you heard this story, but it's worth telling again. His, he was the older brother in a joint family. And he had to make peace with his younger brother who would get in conflict with his son, his only son who was older. And he had a side, sometimes you have to side, you know, and his, his son became insulted and left home. And after a year, his wife died of heartbreak because that was the only son. And then he vowed he vowed, I will never come home again until my son comes home. I will never eat any grains, spices, sweets, nuts. So when I met him for 30, 40 years, all he was taking was boiled subji and yogurt in the morning, uh, milk and fruit in the morning. And in the afternoon, yogurt and steamed vegetables. That was his diet. But he told me when he's in the University of California, this, uh, this is the point I was gonna make. He's in the University of California and you know, it's a lecture hall for the, the degree in filmmaking and, and you know, how it's, it's like an amphitheater. So all the, you know, the, all the guys are there. It's California with, you know, hands around their girlfriends, their feet on the seat. And the teacher comes in and he stands up with his hands folded. Because <laughs> <laughs> there's a culture of respect because it was understood if you were faithful to your parents, you would learn so much. If you were faithful to your teachers, you would learn so much. So in, in, in the society that had the proper authorities that were not exploitive and actually were qualified, that, that, that culture was such a facility for learning such a and you see, I, I have to say that that you still see that in Indian families, the way they treat guests, the concept of the titi Bhagavan, the guest is God. You see that kind of culture, and it facilitates. So, so here, he sees this is a saintly person, and he immediately he's. He's the administrator. He's carried on a palaquin. He immediately gets down. He understands. And he fell flat at the lotus feet of the Lord. Again, ritual. This is uh, Confucius from Professor Dasty. Studies Confucius, Mahamuni, Abu. Confucius defined ritual as conforming your life to something higher than yourself. That was actually the basis of, of ritual. It just wasn't empty. It would move your body where you wanted your mind to go. And in a proper culture, you want your mind to go out of the center <laughs> and you want your mind at the, at, at, you want your mind in the right consciousness free from envy to actually learn. That's why in the Bhagavatam, they have that verse and it's, it's 5,000 years ago, the problem was there. Acharya mam bijaniyam navamanyetika, accept the acharya as my very self. Do not envy him in any way. Why? Because authority means what? That there's a truth that's higher than your whims and desires. 
And we don't like that because we want to be the enjoyers and controllers. So we want to be free to move around and move the world the way we want it, not the way God wants it. So there's always that tension. So this culture would, would be, and when you see someone with that culture, it's so attractive, right? Bihari, like in the Bhakti sense, you see someone like Gorcharan, right? Who has that culture, not just born in India, but has that culture and how much you can absorb in Krishna consciousness when you have that, how much you can admire a person who, who's like that. There's a culture that cultivated that. You're born like that, you see people like that. All the stories you hear are about that. The, exemplar, the exemplars you have in life are like that. We have to learn it from the Bhagavatam. And the Chaitanya Charitamrita. I remember I, I was in uh, the Brooklyn Temple, uh, you know, visiting from India and weren't so close with the family or something, but my, my brother lived in Park Slope or something like that. My mother was going to be there. My brother was going to be there. So I went over there and I showed a slideshow. I used to have a slideshow. It's so awkward. You had to carry on slides and put them in these little things. And I had this slideshow. And I showed, and there was one slide where someone was bowing down like this before Prabhupada. And my, my younger brother's immediate reaction was, I don't bow down before no one. That's our culture. <laughs> Rather than the culture of faith. And of course, because the world is so exploitive, we, 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 we've lost our healthy vulnerability. Our hearts are always closed. Our hearts are always suspicious. And there's a reason for that, which is why I made the point that it's so important to develop community in Krishna consciousness, places where there's something higher than yourself, which is the objective of that group, serves you better than you can serve yourself. And, and that wonderful feeling when you go into that kind of community or go into that kind of group, and what a relief to be able to open your heart and actually experience, you know, the kirtan and experience God and experience the devotees and see the friends. But he did this, but the Lord had no external consciousness. The Lord fell to the ground and cried profusely while repeating, re repeatedly exclaiming, Oh, Jagannath, Oh, Jagannath. He wanted to go to Puri. It's an intense desire. And, 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 and the heart is best expressed in kirtan. And when it comes from kirtan, then the words actually carry that emotion and express that emotion. And when that kind of kirtan is heard, that really affects one's heart. When Ramachandra Khan saw the Lord was in such distress, his gentle heart was shattered. So now here's his qualification. Although he was a sense enjoyer, he was soft-hearted. And what does that mean? That meant that he, he felt the distress of others. So he saw this, how Lord Chaitanya was crying and on the ground and, and, and he became attracted to Lord Chaitanya. It was so painful for him. He began to cry as he thought, there is no way to check such grief. As Lord Chaitanya is in the mood of separation. And it's very, very painful, although it's beyond duality because it's an expression of love and love is happiness. Anyone within the three worlds who after seeing such crying does not become agitated 
must have a heart of stone or wood. And it says that in the Bhagavatam, if we don't, if our heart is not moved to tears when chanting the holy name, then the heart is steel framed. The whole advancement in bhakti is the soft heart. Baba means the heart melts. Prema means the heart melts completely. And what does melt mean? It means it's moved by proper emotion. That's why we say God is controlled by the love of his devotees. Why is God controlled by the love of his devotees? Because he's a person and he's not impersonal and he's a supreme person. So personality means what? You have feelings for others. And when someone gives themselves to you, you develop so much affection for them. This is what bhakti means. The devotee who sacrifices and gives himself to God, God develops so much affection to the extent that God becomes controlled by the devotee. But how does he become controlled by the devotee? Because he loves the devotee. And what you're attached to controls you materially and spiritually. Now I'm going to tell you the secret of getting a good price on a rickshaw. It's, it's, it's not like it, but before it was 10 rupees or 12 rupees for us, it would be like, you know, like a, a crucial decision to negotiate the rickshaw. Now it, it just seems the devotees have, you know, they don't get a bother from that. Devotees come to India and their money multiplies by 70 times and you have one dollar, now you have 70 rupees. But it used to be you dealt with that rickshaw and, he, and, and it was negotiations. So he said, Loey Bazaar, 15 rupees. At that time, it was a lot. I said, no, 10 rupees. He said, no, 15 rupees. Now, if you were attached because you were too lazy to walk and you were attached to get on that rickshaw rather than take a half hour brisk walk, he would control you. But if you in your mind said, well, then I'm gonna walk, then you control him. You become controlled by your attachments. So, if you're, you're, so he's attached, attached. After becoming somewhat pacified, the crest jewel of Vaikuntha asked Ramachandra Khan, who are you? Folding his hands with awe and reverence, Ramachandra replied, Bale Prabhu Dasa Anudasa Mushitore. Oh Lord, I am the servant of your servant. Because it kind of, the, the concept of servant of the servant, Dasa, da, Gopi, Bharta, Padukamala, Dasa, Dasa Anudasa. The concept of servant of the servant means that I'm doing this not for my enjoyment, I'm doing this for your pleasure. <laughs> so whatever that puts me down the line, for your pleasure, I'm happy. <laughs> like Jayananda Prabhu, when Prabhupada would come and all the devotees were coming to see Prabhupada and that's proper, we love Prabhupada, we're coming. He would say, where is Jayananda? Where is Jayananda? And Jayananda would be serving someplace. Because the pleasure of Prabhupada was, of course, the devotees coming and greeting him, but the service. And when, when Jayananda died, Prabhupada said, put him on the Vaishnav calendar. So it's interesting who got on the Vaishnav calendar. And who of the wives of the Brahmins went into the Nitya Lila of Krishna? Not the ones that went. And Krishna sent the wives of the Brahmins back and said that, you know, I'm there in my chanting and hearing. I'm there in my holy name. There, there's a pre a Kuralila. Something was described as linga, a sign. And it described that there were two that equal to the Lord is the form of the Lord, the deity and the devotee. And why was the devotee equal to the Lord? Because Krishna was in his heart and Krishna came out when the devotee spoke.
So when they went back, there was one wife of the Brahmin that was held back by her, her family. And when they, when they came back and they told her about being with Krishna, she had so much separation. She left the world and entered first into the, the Nitya Lila of Krishna. So I'm the servant of the servant of the servant. The pleasure is the service. Then other persons inform the Lord. He is the administrator. A Adikari Prabhu. Dakshina Rajate of the Southern Conference. He is the Adikari. He is a qualified person. Lord Chaitanya said, Oh, Prabhu Bali, Tumay Adikari Baribhala, Nilachale Ami. Yea. The Lord said, It is good that you are the administrator. Tell me how I can quickly reach Nilachala. Nilachala is Puri. As the Lord spoke, tears of love flowed from his eyes. He then fell to the ground, exclaiming, O Nila Chala Chandra. <laughs> Ramachandra Khan replied, listen, Mahasai, it is certainly my duty to do whatever you order. So what will happen now is, he explains it that you shouldn't travel because there's a war going on between the Nawab Hussein Shah, who's running Bengal, and King Pratapurudra, who's the king of Puri. And he described that the king of Puri, Ramachandra Khan explained, I guess the king of Puri, what he did to protect the city is he put spears under the ground. That was the ancient mines. So if, if the soldiers came in and they, they'd walk on the dust, they, 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 they'd be pierced by the spears. So they put them all over these spears under the ground so that if they came, so he's going to tell them, don't go. And he said, and actually speaking, if I help you, I risk my life. Because the king's men have booby-trapped the road. And if they find a traveler, they'll accuse you of spying for, for, for the people of Bengal. The king will accuse it, the, 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 the people of king, the spying, and, and, and then they'll, they'll execute you. There's no travel between the states. Uh, he said, I oversee this, and if I help you, I'll be in trouble, but I'll, I'll, I'll do it. I'll do it. I'll do it. Because the whole idea is when you love Krishna, you make sacrifice. You take risks. I remember uh, David Ritter Swami, he, he used to preach in Poland when there was the, uh, and Hari Keish, and different Americans used to preach in Poland. Because you can get a visa, you can you say, I'm gonna see my girlfriend or something. So he told me once he was sneaking people out of the country with falsified passports. So he was online, he was dressed in his regular clothes and, and the guy before him, they checked the passport. They would like checking the passport. And he said, oh, we're going to get caught. So he just collapsed and feigned a heart attack. <laughs> he told me this years ago. And then I remember my godbrother Tribubanath was preaching in Lebanon. And he was chased by the PLO. He was like a real adventurous guy. And he, he used to tell me when he came back to Brindavan, you know, and like his car was you know, like it's a James Bond thing and they're chasing him. And, you know, he sees like a hill and he opens the door and he jumps out and he rolls down the hill. And then he was somehow captured and in the prison. And so you take risks according to what you want to achieve. 
the greater what you'll achieve, the greater risk you'll take. And, and this is actually in one sense, the essence of bhakti, why it's utsaha nishya darya, why are we patient? Because why, we, why, why should we be patient in bhakti as, as one of the positive things? What is, why? Because it means that you value the goal so much that the difficulties you undergo in your mind, you think, well, this is a small price to pay. Like Mukunda, when, he, when, when Lord Chaitanya banned him and the devotees were trying to pacify Lord Chaitanya. And then, then finally Mukunda said, well, ask Lord Chaitanya, when will I see the Lord? And Lord Chaitanya said, I won't see him for a million births. And then when they came back to Mukunda, they told Mukunda, Mukunda said, I will, I will. He thought, to see the Lord, only a million births? And that kind of consciousness, which valued the Lord so much, that kind of faith. Then Lord Chaitanya said, call Mukunda, call Mukunda, call Mukunda. Wow, I have so much energy when I, these classes come after the morning bhajan. Okay, Jamuna Jaya, which point? I'm gonna see so the people, oh. I have Maharaj, so many good, so many good points. Um, but I was really, really appreciating just now the thing you were saying about mercy makes you humble and it's only through humility that you can feel mercy. I love the circular the cir part of that. Okay. Thank you. Thank you. Okay, Rajeshri, you have usually something interesting yes. to do. Yes, Maharaj, thank you very much. I also agree with Jamuna Jaya, so many wonderful points. But what, I, what stuck with me and what I will take it with me as well today, was the attitude of that gentleman you mentioned uh, who was fasting. I, 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 don't, I don't mean that I was inspired by, his, uh, by, his, um, uh, by the reasons he fasted or blah, 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 but by the attitude, how you mentioned that it's um, how wonderful there is a culture of respect, but as well the culture of integrity of one's Oh, more yeah. integrity of the values towards the value, 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 oh, value, value. oh my no, God. No. <laughs> it's 12 o'clock here already. So, so it, it made me, it made me really appreciate that, uh, that, that point that someone can be so, um, Determined. So respectful, so respectful, determined towards their, their higher uh, um, yeah. priorities well, over the sensual pleasures. So it was really inspiring. Native <laughs> culture was based on integrity. The whole Mahabharata, yes. because they understood if you had integrity, then to achieve something or to follow something, all you had to do is say it. Mm, exactly. Integral means, integral means to be one with. So integral means you're one with your words. So you say, I will, you know, I will not eat. I will not, you know, that's it for him. And mm. people, even in that culture, which be like, like my grandparents' cultures, you know, I, I forgot he, he yeah. Even, even that generation, one generation back from me in India, these people, they, they the honesty that the cultured people could have mm. when they said something, that was it. Okay, yeah, thank that's, that's amazing, amazing, because we are living in such a fickle time, so that stayed with me. Thank you, Maharaj. Okay, anybody else? To say something. Yes, hey, yeah, I'm borrowing someone's laptop, so I'm not Tina, but um, can you hear me? I can hear you. Good. 
you know, when you mentioned about the rickshaw walla. Yeah. Dublin, right? Yeah. So uh, just sharing, you know, this is a major business principle in negotiating is being prepared to walk away. Wow. So it reminded me of, you know, and I'm reminded every day of this, that the uh, Vedic wisdom shares eternal truths. And in this world, we think so much is new. Someone has a new idea when it's really not. So I just wanted, that is like such a key element of negotiating anything in life. Now, now, now I understand when uh, our person there, I told you, uh, Sri Govinda was negotiating for our land. Right. You, you see, he, he, you know, despite the sentiment, you know, maybe his fiance, we have to get the land. Or the, he was fixed. You know, he had his price and he, you know, so you see when people know what they're doing and it was effective because, you know, you get the, <laughs> you get the better price. That's all. Okay. Thank you. This dear. Thank, Thank you so much. much. Anybody else like to say hello? Hi, Krishna Maharaj. Hi, Krishna Maharaj. Hey, great to see you. Hear, hear you guys. Hare Bo. Good. Anybody else? Hare Krishna Maharaj. It's Malati. Who is it? Malati. Where are you? I'm I'm at oh, my house. Oh, oh, you're here now. I didn't say. Okay, now I see you. Okay. Yeah. I'm here. Uh, thank you for class. I, there were a lot of good points that I wrote down, but I had one small question for you. Okay. Uh, you said that to serve means that your desires become the desires of the person that you want to serve. So my question is, what exactly the is... The desires of the person that you want to serve become your desires, I should say it that way. Yeah. yeah, thank you. Yes. So what exactly are Krishna's desires? Well, it's the Shastra and represented by the teachers and the gurus. That's what, that's the desire. What is Krishna's desire? He wants you to become purified. He wants you to develop love. Okay, then what does that mean? Okay, then he has a desire in terms of your family, which is not renunciation, <laughs> you know? Then he has a desire in terms of something else, which may be a habit, which is renunciation. Then he has desire for you to learn, to be trained, you know, it, 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 it's not like the, the ultimate desire is he wants you to come back and develop pure love of God in. Okay? Thank you, Maharaj. Thank you, Malati. Okay. Hi, Bo. Hi, Krishna Maharaj. Thanks Hi, for Bo. the class. Oh, I see your deities in the back today. Okay. <laughs> we, will, we will keep that very secret. <laughs> <laughs> Okay. Thank you very much. Thank you, Thank you. Thank you. Hi, Bo. Hi, Bo. Hi, Krishna Maharaj. It's Missy. Thank you so much for class. I, I always love when uh, you talk about Sambanda. Uh, so thank you so much. Wow, Missy. Great. Okay. Thank you so much. Yeah, that point about Sambanda. Relationship with the holy name so important. Someone else? Hi, Bo. Hi, Krishna Gumaraj, Kota Gopinath here. And Kishori Radha. Hi, Bo. Hi, See Bo. you next week. See you yes. next week. Okay. <laughs> All right. Hey, Malata. Sebastian. Hey, Krishna. Krishna Maharaj. Thank you for the class, Maharaj. Hi, Bo. Maharaj? Yes. There's a point that we wanted to mention, uh, Sebastian wanted to mention about the rickshaw that you this year also talked about. Yeah. And um, he was uh, remembering, and maybe I'm paraphrasing, our attachments define us. Atta you you don't have such good... What? Are you there? Our attachments, yeah, that's our attachments define us. Yes, thank you. Hi, Bo. Can't and wait then, to see you guys. Okay? We'll see you soon. Right? We will see you soon. Yes, of course. Oh, we're going to have so much fun. Kirtan, Prasadam. Great. Yeah. Maharaj, yeah. one more point that I wanted to mention. Faith is the precursor of knowledge. Oh, oh, faith is the precursor of knowledge. Yes. Yes. Can you expand on that? It's hard for me to grasp the idea. 
I have to go very, very quickly. If, if you don't have faith in, a, in, in an authority of knowledge, let's say you're teaching yoga and someone doesn't have any faith in you, they can only proceed by what they know. They can't take advantage of your knowledge. So before you actually want to have knowledge beyond what you know, you have to have faith in someone who has authority in that field. Otherwise, you can't go further. You're stuck in anything. Let's say Sebastian's teaching cooking, right? But the person, he doesn't accept him, right? But, but Sebastian knows so much more about cooking. Then the person will only be at his own level, okay? Yes, thanks so much, Maharaj. Thank you, Maharaj. Hi, Bo. Anybody else? Hi, Christian Gomez. It's all Govinda. Hi, Bo. Hi, Bo. I enjoyed the point that you said that Borja wanted to be alone, so he went to New York City. What's that? <laughs> I said I enjoyed the point that Borja wanted to be alone, so he went to New York City. <laughs> I, I can't hear. Can you not hear me? Yeah. Hello? I, yeah, okay. Say slowly because. I enjoyed the point that Borjan wanted to be alone so he was oh, in, New in New York City. Right, right. <laughs> not transcendental, you know, but <laughs> I pick up on the Mondays. <laughs> yeah, no, that, no, it's a good example. Even this morning, I was thinking like that, I want to be alone. Because <laughs> 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 there's something to interacting in this world that, that causes so much problems. Mm. So, Lau, who, who uh, who did you decide is going to college? Let me know later. All right, well, you go, right? It's complicated because then you got to quarantine afterwards and things like that. But yeah, yeah we, we also have a big thing possibly going on right before. So I don't know, which I'll, we'll, I'll, we'll talk to you about before. Yeah, you have a big thing going on before. Yeah. <laughs> We're, okay, okay. Uh, not now. It's everybody. We'll it's not talk. that dramatic. Yeah. But <laughs> okay. Okay. Hey, well. Anybody else like to say hello? I still want to know why they were laughing. I told you they were laughing out of happiness and joy for Lord Chaitanya's ecstasy. <laughs> At least I read your mind. Okay. <laughs> Okay, I I'm going to have to go now. Okay, thank you. Thank you.